You're listening to AuroraCast, a podcast that offers insight and experience from voices within the film and music industry. I'm your host, Mike, to get comfortable with a beverage of your choice and let the show begin. Hello guys and welcome to episode 5 of AuroraCast. I can't believe we're at episode 5 already. Things are moving very, very fast. Um, this is being recorded obviously past the fact uh, with the video version of the podcast already going out some time ago. With that being said, uh, the reason for me recording this little kind of uh, preamble part to the podcast... A little bit like the same with episode three with uh, guitarist Ben Ferdy Ford. Joel is showing us some of his vinyls and he's kind of like holding up some of his uh, setup sort of throughout specific uh, topics within the video. So if you're interested to see that in the flesh, do go and check out the video version of this podcast. And with that being said, I will shut up and let you listen to Joel. Enjoy. Hello, Mr. Joel Minnie. Hello, Mr. Michael W. Bell. How are you, good sir? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. I'm uh, living it up in the world of home, uh, and, home. And, and fatherhood and work still, unfortunately. Yes, you are, um, you, you are <laughs> you know, delivering wine in lockdown, aren't yeah. you? Or uh, delivering no, alcohols. Yeah. yeah. No, well, I, say, I say unfortunately, actually. I, I'm on a lucky one, let's be honest now. Some people uh, haven't got it this, it, this good. So, um, yeah, I, I can't complain, to be honest with you. I'm pretty happy. It's one of those things, man. One of those things. Well, well, thanks for uh, thanks for being on here, mate. We've had an, we've had an interesting journey this morning, Joe, haven't we? We've tried FaceTime, we've tried Google Hangout, yeah, both of which yeah. failed. <laughs> I know, I know, very very badly. <laughs> um, yeah, us um, techies literally looking like amateurs very easily there. It is, and I, I do like the fact that we're actually on Skype and FaceTime at the same time. I know we've done well, literally. Um, you know. You know, you, you can see me through through the through the powers of be and uh, FaceTime, but Skype's doing the Skype's doing the hard work in terms of the feed. But, um, exactly, exactly. You know, um, so I suppose I've been doing these interviews all week. Yes. Um, and uh, because we're in lockdown, and uh, I, you know, I suppose I feel lonely, so I thought I'll get all my mates on on Skype and record them um, and put them out nice. there. Nice. Can you? I mean, me and you have been we've been mates now by what six six years. Yeah, I want to say six, seven years. I think it's coming up seven years this year. Oh, yeah. It is coming up seven years. So, how, yeah, how, yeah. how do you have a first memory of when you first met me? Uh, absolutely, because I interviewed you. So, uh, I remember getting shouted at for uh, by my boss's boss for not serving a customer for a refund during your interview actually it was just quite quite weird i guess um but it was worth it because to be honest with you i i employed uh not only someone who's bloody good at their job um but i found a lifelong friend so what else can you say really uh, i i think i made the right decision by telling him to come back later <laughs> when i was when i was free i don't think it was that that much of a problem but anyways uh yeah you know the rest is history i had um you know we had we had some amazing times uh working uh in stormfront usually spent in the pub after work uh, which i think where where we found our, our kind of love of ale music uh kind of uh common ground um and a little bit of education i think as well from both of our sides you know you you certainly on your your film score and uh learning learning about that and um your band history and me kind of going here's drum and bass listen to uh listen to this here's some bad boy breakbeat listen to this I think it was well, first thing. It's just amazing we can actually say, yeah, we were working at Stormfront because neither of us work there anymore. So I know, like it I know. <laughs> um, I know, which I, which I, know. I love. Second thing, yeah, yes, exactly. it, it definitely was you working in the shop. There was always like a uh, you know, everyone was kind of doing a specific out back task there. Um, yeah. which you know, normally was you doing delivery or something like that. <laughs> it would be you know, like right, Joel. I, I knew Joel was doing delivery because whenever there was some sort of like, whenever there was a task that was going to take two, three hours. <laughs> there'd be drum and bass playing in the back <laughs> like, like, and uh i would say that definitely i mean even my 30th birthday wasn't it we went we ended up at a, a, a daytime rave a fabric well the was, daytime rave that was awesome it was absolutely that? awesome you know um yeah, and um yeah. and i went to Who? that was my that was my first time a fabric wasn't it 
first time at Fabric, but the first proper club night rave was uh, Andy C. XOY. Which was and, awesome. And let's be honest, that was just uh, basically, well, not only was that a brilliant night for the music, but we also found probably the best burger we've eaten in London as well. So, yeah, yeah, but burger and patty. Yeah. And I, 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 I still feel bad because my card somehow, I paid for it and it went bing on the Apple Pay, <laughs> but nothing, I didn't pay for it. And I still feel bad about that. Like, I feel like. No, I no, 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 no. That was the time me and you and Laura went. Oh, we've been a couple of times, no, haven't we no, now? Yes, yes, yeah. No, that, the time when me, you and Laura went, that was XOY for Claw Von Stroke. And uh, the time before that was me, you and Coleman. That's right. And that was the first that's time right, we, right, we right, had right. our patty and bun. And, I do, and love, I, just... I do love that time with Laura as well. Where we're just walking through that, that alleyway in London. You know, me, you know, Joel's sort of like, this is where we need to get to. And then we're going to use all these alleyways. And who did we yeah. bump into in the alleyway? We bumped into Claude Von Stroke himself. In the alleyway, uh, which was interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is him on his way to the club, which was quite <laughs> funny, really. Um, a few few pictures with him. So, yeah, pretty cool. But no, it's, uh, I must admit, you, you, I've got some brilliant pictures of you uh, in your first club, proper club experience. Oh, Christ. Uh, with your long hair back then as well. Rocking the other uh, before, before rocking, the lockdown. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, sweaty. I think sweaty was the order of the day for all of us on that night. To be honest with you, um, and it was uh, kind of balls to the wall, so to speak. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Four a.m. Um, walking out of there was good fun, mate. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and getting a bagel that night. Oh, oh. yeah, we went all the way to the top of Brick Lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Um, that yeah. is a walk, actually, thinking about it. From XOYO all the way down to Brick Lane. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's not crazy, but it is, it is about half, about 25 minutes, half an hour. And, and to be honest, um, it's well worth it. Let's, let's be fair now. And we found that crazy trying to look for her bike. Yeah, uh, that, was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. That was so strange. Just, uh, yeah, just um, they kind of tagged along because Coleman decided it'd be a good idea to talk to her. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, nope. Nope, let's <laughs> go. go. <laughs> I mean, um, so you, it's, um, it's, it's, it's always with you, because I, I, I kind of think it's, I almost think when I think of you, to, like um, to, to, obviously to introduce what you do, yeah. um, I kind of feel like the, the arts that you do do, in my mind, they're kind of split, but they're not, because yeah. the DJing side of it is, almost, is, is obviously a performance. You know, um, and I feel like that. I feel like that's obvious, that's that's separate from what you do as a producer in, in Logic. Can you tell us a little bit about those those two things? Like, do you feel they're separate, or is that just me being weird? Uh, no, I, I'd certainly say that's probably right. I mean, I you know, I, I absolutely love DJing. It was how I got into kind of music, really. At Fourteen, you know, I was, I was really young when I started. Uh, I think I played out my first set when I was, I might have even been underage. I've got a funny feeling. I think I probably was. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, I, I was lucky enough to play play some, some big venues and a, and a few boat parties and things like that. I would have keep a few DJs. But I always knew I wanted to make music. Um, I knew that it was a real passion. Uh, and I, I mean, I started uh, when it was notator. So uh, we had an acorn at school and I, and I started there learning uh, keyboards. So um, I knew I kind of always wanted to go down that path. And for me, it, they, they are separate, but they lend themselves each other, to each other perfectly because um, I can, one, I can always test things. I think, I think that's kind of, one most important as well and two you, you you have a gauge of what people are making so you know the quality that you need to be at I think um, and for me that's probably been one of my biggest problems in that I don't think anything sounds anywhere near as good as everybody else um, and so I'm a bit of a hoarder as you well know I kind of have a, yeah, probably a hundred tracks that uh, have never been released uh, and I just need to pull my finger out of my butthole, um, basically, um, and finally do something about it, which, you know, comes neatly on to um, handing you my master. So, you know, uh, I think 
I think now, especially, my mind is, you know, mainly focused on my daughter. Obviously, you, you know, you know, but um, I think I've probably been more focused with music than I've I've ever been um, because. I think when you have all the other little bits, you know, kind of uh, the stress of work goes, which it was at Stormfront, unfortunately. Sorry to shout out um, the the S yes front there, not not to be asked. You know, don't get me wrong. Um, and um, but but it was a lot of stress, and you can't really kind of what's the best way of putting it? You can't really give everything that you can do, especially when you're making music. You know the score. Uh, when you make, you know, when you're making music, you, your mind needs to be kind of clear and and creative and and um, and and not stressed out. Although emotion does play a part in it as well. well I suppose as well for you. I mean, obviously being 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 a, being a. I mean, I was I was very very happy to get that phone call with well, that phone call saying, uh, you know, uh, so uh, we're pregnant. <laughs> that, was, that was really cool, you know. But I, I suppose in some yeah. ways, kind of, because because these 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 interviews have kind of touched on people's lives and how they kind of like yeah. it is a big part of. It. If you're a music creator, like you say, it's kind of yeah. if you have got quite a stressful day job, you know, yeah. it's very difficult. So, well, you bring all that stuff home, don't you? So that's that, that's a problem. But I suppose for you, since changing job, then obviously starting a family, and yeah. then your music. I suppose in some ways you you're doing all your kind of responsible things. <laughs> and maybe you're saying where, where you're more kind of focused is maybe you're carving yeah. out and saying, right, I've only got an hour and a half, but I'm actually going to give this to myself in terms of my music. And then actually you're probably yeah. really focused in that hour and a half. Exactly. Would you, say that. would you say, whereas before where you're kind of like, A, you're stressed. I'm not saying you're not stressed. You've still got responsibilities, right? But yeah, 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 maybe yeah. just because you've kind of like, you know, you've done your day's job, your daughter's gone to bed, yeah. you know, Laura's like, go away, Joel. <laughs> Whatever. It's like, or you're like, you know, I'm, it's usually I'm... vice versa, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like, yeah, you're right, going to, go to bed now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that is, it is, it is almost like if you do allow yourself that time, I think you are, you are more yeah. focused, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, you've ticked off your day in terms of your, your you know, you've been an adult. Yeah. Um, and now it's like, right, this is my time now to, to, to do some music. Precisely that. I think. I think for me, uh, once you you kind of have those things in place, it allows you to just express yourself. And at the end of the day, music is exactly that for me. It's always been, you know, I, I know it sounds crazy, but I started out wanting to be a dancer. <laughs> There's a little bit of action that I have it for you. Uh, and for me, again, that lent itself to music really well because, uh, you know, I felt like I had the timing, the rhythm. I knew what I think, people wanted to dance to um and uh, you know like you say when you have that creativity inside you you need to have that clarity as well and for me now i feel like i have that clarity one uh i think i know my what's the best way to put it I, I know my limit i think i know what i'm good at and what i'm not so good at to be honest and i'm working on the bits that i'm not so good at um because at the end of the day um, you, you kind of, if you're part of a team, you're only as strong as your weakest link, yeah. you know? And, and for me at the end of the day, that is it. If I, if I'm poor at something, then I need to work on it. So, um, yeah, I've, I've really, I've stripped back. I mean, even when I sent you the mix, I sent you another one, another one, but because I, I almost like I was learning as I gave you that, I went, Oh my God, now I need to change these things. Cause actually what I thought was right the other day isn't right now. So, yeah, I, I, it's been a massive journey because I, I uh, you know, I started, uh, what, uh, 13 years ago, I think I went to college, 12, 13 years ago now, um, to learn music production, learn all the bits that I needed to do. And, uh, you know, I probably didn't, give the time that I should have done over the years, uh, really, and been as, uh, been as organized as I wanted to be. I think that's probably the best way to put it, actually. I think it's, I mean, you do, you do kind of like, um, I think we all kind of at times fall in and fall out of it, you know, I think until, until, until yeah. it's like an opportunity where you can either, like a lot of people during this horrible lockdown now, where they're, they're choosing to, it's been nice to see them choosing to use their time wisely, you know, and, 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 kind, of, and kind of get yeah. creative. And, and uh, when we, yeah. we spoke briefly last night about that, about, you know, well, what, 
we've got creative people whether you're whether you're you're you know you write scripts or you write you're writing a book or you're you, you know whatever you're doing i feel like now is like people have got that time to kind of like focus on things which is a horrible thing to say because obviously this mm. is not a good time um for, for the yeah. world but i think you know I kind of feel a little bit for the people who aren't creative or don't have a little side gig or a little side job because what the hell are they doing, man? Like, you know, know, know. it is a bit of that. But I think, would you say you started... So, okay, you said you kind of started, like, looking at... You wanted to be a dancer. Yeah. Then you kind of... Would you say that... Would you say the DJing came before production or did they come around the same time? Uh, No, the DJing came well before the production. I mean, I like I say, I was DJing really young, I think. Um... I, I remember going around to my friend's house, um, probably getting high, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, that was the main aim. And then uh, he had records, uh, he had his, his decks, um, and I bought a pair of belt drives off of him back in the day where it had two controls, one for 33 and one for 45, uh, which was quite funny. Um, the old school, I'm trying to remember. I think they were Tektronic, something like that. Uh, I had a dodgy mixer like you've never seen before, honestly. The likes of it you probably will never see again. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, and I uh, actually, the bit, you, it's funny because we were talking, I've talked to you about I'm doing a podcast, right? And But it's reminiscing. I'm really trying to tap into my memory banks. And I remember now, I actually used my dad's adapted car speakers. Okay. So that I had some monitor speakers for my bedroom. Brilliant. It's literally. So <laughs> um, I had these uh, dodgy, I think they were old, my my sister's old, um, like, you know, back back of the car um, speakers that, that I turned into my little monitor speakers. So when you start out on something like that, um, you, you kind of you kind of know that you're in for the long, long haul. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, you're like, if I've gone through all this, I'm bloody doing it, you know? So I, I loved it. I absolutely, you know, I love DJ and love making music. It's, uh, it's something that, that as soon as I start doing it again, um, cause I do, you know, like you say about, about breaking and having those little breaks, it, it, it's like, I'm kind of, back home uh i feel feel kind of grounded if that makes sense absolutely i mean Um, absolutely i mean it was interesting yesterday i was talking to a lovely chap called dav uh dav bentley mm. you'll meet at some point man and he was kind of like um he does his own radio station from home and he was he kind of makes speakers and microphones which is quite interesting you're saying about your first monitor speakers it's it's kind of similar (laughs) kind of like i want some monitors i'm doing this i'm doing it myself diy and and he was kind of saying almost the same thing that, you know, when he was kind of studying and he was even he wanted to be a, a, a barrister, you know, so he was yeah. heavily into law. And he was saying that, you know, his desk was his keyboard was sort of collecting dust and his table was like for the <laughs> law books. And I think we've yeah. kind of all been there. Like, I know I've been there, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, especially when I'm doing something really boring, like the, the company accounts. <laughs> and it's like you're looking at your you're looking at your keyboard you're like well why is it but this is should be this should be clean and like it should be something i'm writing on man you know so i, I think you're right i no, think like no, no. when you're finally actually using your gear because that's the other thing man yeah. it appreciates and it you invest a yeah. lot of money you invest a lot of time into it and then yeah. you sort of you want to keep those systems going i feel like there's almost like um almost everyone i've spoken to has touched slightly on that that the gear is supposed to be used for your music, right? So yeah, yeah, when you yeah. come back to it, you're like, A, you get that emotional connection back to kind of creating something. I suppose exactly, for you, yeah. it's quite interesting as well because sort of starting from a, the dance floor, if you like, yeah, you know, and feeling the music and understanding the rhythm, then kind mm. of, then being a DJ, you're kind of actually, yeah. you're outputting this content to the dance floor. But then yeah. kind of being a producer, it's like you kind of, <laughs> you understand that w- where your product's going, which I think is what's great with Highline, and it's it's kind of like you know with you producing the, the, the and, and Joel does do this. Like every time I come round, there'll be like <laughs> you save every night, don't you? So there'll be almost like three hundred iterations of a of a track, and I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Like, um, yeah, I, I I'm think, the perennial flipping knob twiddler, mate. To be honest with you, sorry <laughs> for the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I can't I can't help it and go, oh, that could be better somehow so yeah absolutely I, I think that's that's how I felt when I first started out that I, I had that connection and, and instantly when I when I played 
if I'd finished my set, I, I wasn't, you know, hanging out on the back. I'd be on the dance floor, mate. Yeah. You know, that would be me. That's, I, I, I love it. I love that, that feeling of, of um, partying and, uh, and feeling, feeling the beat, you know, um, and, and being creative when, when you create your own music is exactly that at the end of the day. It's, um, it, it's your, it's partly again, why I'm quite protective over it because it's your baby, you know, okay. you're, you're, uh, when you work so hard for something, it's hard to be critiqued. Um, to be honest, and as you well know, bloody the internet now is just the most horrifying oh, bloody thought. Uh, just <laughs> a stream. Just a st- I always call it, uh, the analogy I like to use is like a, you know, a really wide river and then kind of yeah. like lots of loud noises and most of those loud noises are just A, talking shit or our shit, but they're backed. And then you've got yeah. all these kind of like lovely souls that are, yeah. Just, just grab me, man. Just help me out. Just help me, help me out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, exactly. That is how I kind of see the internet. And and um, yeah. and uh, I mean, we were talking yesterday as well about almost labels that will actually sign you, take mm. on your music, and then shelve you. Yeah. Because you're almost a direct threat to the stuff they're investing in. Like you, they, yeah, you know, and, yeah, and uh, exactly. it's just it's just abhorrent and horrific to hear those sorts yeah. of things. You know, so. Yeah. I think from my point of view, the good thing that's been um, with the master, um, I mean, it's been strange because even we're on lockdown, <laughs> I've actually been really busy. Um, I've been really busy, man. But the thing I love with the high the master you gave me, especially the second master, the latest one you sent me, was mm. where you dialed down, you gave me that 5.6 dB headroom. I know you've played that on your rig, and we'll come on to talk about your tech and, and your setup in a sec, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you would, have, you would have produced that track and then you've yeah. played it on your, on your rig. So you yeah. quite, and I know that. So it's like it's just, from my, just behind me there. Behind, I, can, I was going to say, just, I can just, see a, lo- a lovely. Just looking, about see a speaker there somewhere. Just about, you know, I like you got your, your bar and then your, you know, your your rig. Well, right you up. know, you got to make sure that you've got <laughs> some uh, supplies. Absolutely, mate. But I know you just bang that track out. That track out. So it's like for me, obviously, I'm paying. I'm, I'm thinking about the master in terms of mono. You know, um, is is are we completely in that that plus one? We're not going into the kind of minus because that will cause you problems in the club. Yeah, exactly. Um, that. But I think for me now, it's it's kind of it's been interesting because it's sounding loud, which is which mm. is what we need. But I kind of I was I know when I send it back, the first thing you're going to do is play it on that rig. That's like a performance setup, which is great. Yeah, you've got. Yeah, yeah. You want to run us through a little bit, Joel, what you what you tend to how you tend to work in terms of your two rigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJing. Absolutely. Um, well, uh, I mean, on my production side of things, uh, I've got a bit of an old Mac. It's it's, it's 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 the workhorse. It's doing quite well, to be honest with you, considering. But I've, I mean, that's the reason why I paid the money in the first place. So I've got a two point seven uh, i seven quad core um, at uh, sixteen gig of RAM which I upgraded. Uh, I probably should have put an SSD in it, but I haven't. Um, I should have done that a while back. And uh, that is, uh, I've got a pair of focal speakers, little near field monitors that are fantastic. Just so good for this room, to be honest with you. I haven't treated the room, so they work really well because they don't, they don't boom too much. You know, you don't get those sort of pockets of um, bass around here whereas on my big krks and i'll, I'll come on to them in a minute man you you know you've been in this room oh yes um it absolutely shakes oh. the entire room <laughs> um so yeah it's a bit much in here wooden floors and all unfortunately and uh 70s build flats um yeah I've, I've just got myself a little novation midi controller um liquid mix which i don't often use as much as i should do uh, focus right um, audio interface uh, and literally uh, it's all in the box at the end of the day um, I absolutely love creating soundscapes and uh, and bass sounds from scratch I generally as you probably know I don't really do presets um, you know that's just my own my own personal preference I like to create the sound specific to the track um and when i was first starting out i think that's what i heard a lot of people do um you know from the tutorials that i watched i watched huge amounts of tutorials and they all said that you know if you're going to do something yes you can tweak a preset but generally the best way to get something that you want is is to to create it yourself and i love that aspect of it it's me just 
dicking around basically <laughs> trying to make something that sounds half decent and then finally come up with a, a melody but yeah the um logic i'm working on logic nine on the imac still probably should have upgraded that but um yeah but yeah. i think it's cool man i mean we'll move on to the other rig i want to just pause you for a sec there this yeah, because yeah, it, yeah. it feeds into kind of like a lot of the chats have been around setups and and um and uh what people use you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you say you, you kind of maybe you should have upgraded it. Maybe you should have put an SSD in. Well, yeah, yeah okay. If you put an SSD in, then you could probably run the later logic. But the, yeah. does it matter? Like at the end of the day, for what you're producing, I know you're. I've seen your sessions. You know, it's like yeah. you really are working that system. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's like you know, <laughs> let, how much more can we possibly push this system kind of thing? But at the end, of the, day, much, you're, yeah. at the end of the day, it's like you know, like Dave yesterday he was saying to me, just kill your Mac, just overload it like just go for it just it's there to be used and abused Pushed. to make your own yeah. so it's kind of like you know i think it's what's great is that you've got people working on so many different systems so you're using like logic nine mm. but what so what are we going to say oh no jar we're using logic. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it's like it, it's like well, who cares it's like you yeah, whatever yeah. your tool is yeah. surely is i mean i'm i'm not thinking of upgrading for a while because like no, you, exactly. i've invested all this money yeah you know, i don't I don't feel like I've got my return back yet. Myself, yeah, personally. exactly. So I, exactly I just lock that, it yeah, down yeah. and keep making your music, you know? Um, yeah, precisely that. Well, I, I've limited it. So, I mean, I think I, I only put the iMac on Mavericks and that was only recently um, because I just thought, I, I knew I knew the capabilities of it. Um, I knew that it would, if I put it on anything newer, it would probably kill my Mac, unfortunately um so yeah i've kept it like that and it and it still serves me well i mean I, I i use ableton as well so um i love to kind of create my my so I suppose loops you know my little loop um uh, ideas because ableton's absolutely perfect for that uh and it runs still absolutely fine on my mac so uh, i only get a few glitches every now and then yeah, <laughs> as as of that yeah mike is doing that thing again <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. um but, but you know you work with what you got um and you know like you say when you've spent i mean i don't know how much i've spent on the setup but it's quite probably you know well into the up to 3k probably yeah, easy. um easy. easily um you know you kind of think well exactly like you say i don't want to don't want to waste that that money on something that um something that I, I one one again what well, i wouldn't want to put out um and and two waste waste that sort of time that you've spent uh building it up absolutely exactly that exactly that, exactly that. and for your for your d for your djing rig i mean if you is are mm -hmm. we looking at your your first decks if you like in the background there or have they gone through some changes i know you've recently changed your mixer is it kind yeah. of the same is it kind of the same as where you started out or have you modded it as you've gone along um, so, I mean, I bought those decks again, probably about 12 years ago. Um, I had, I went for Stanton's rather than Technics. Um, motors burnt. Well, actually, no, <laughs> I say the motors burnt out. I, I, I spilled a pint of Guinness on, oh, one, of the, on one of the decks, uh, which, um, to my, to my detriment, I, I, I won't go too much into that that cost me 250 quid to get that fixed uh and then um and then that motor the same motor died two three years later i think uh just before i was about to have a gig of course of course it would of course it does mate it never comes at like a good time oh no 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 never um and then uh i've I, I need to have it replaced again actually um and that's been quite a while back though so um it kind of does a little bit of fun now where it just stops on its own without me doing anything and i'm like um want to work by any chance i'm trying to freaking play some music here uh but yeah the, the mixer i used to have a djm 600 uh which again was bought at the same time as the decks uh and that served me really well but the channels started going on it and um and, and and I kind of just thought, you know what, it's time to do it. I, when I moved to Tractor, because uh, that's the that's what I use now. I, I really when I when I was deciding to kind of move from the the, the vinyl, which uh, hang on, let me see if I can I can show you some of it. 
as you probably know, is quite a lot. I, really I mean, this is, that's just some of it. Uh, there's there's some of it, uh, and there's more here. And I know there's some. Yeah. There's, I know there's some seriously rare releases in uh, there as well, man, and some science yeah, stuff, yeah. And all sorts of stuff, man. Uh, and my Dyson, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cool Dyson, though. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, once I kind of moved from from that, um, I, I didn't really know where to go, and I just thought I'd heard Tractor was very good. I'd seen I'd seen people using it. Um, I thought that was the way to go. So I think you probably saw in the background my old um, Tractor box, which again that's now seven years old, I think seven eight years old. Uh, when I upgraded everything, so I bought my my laptop, my little Mac that I've got here that's uh, served me well, as you know. Uh, I did put an SSD in that though, so the lifesaver of all computers, mate. Oh, well, SSD. That, that that was to be honest with this because it was dying heinously. I think were you there the day that I put the SSD in it? I believe so. Sure I believe so. I was trying to remember if you were. DIY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, my hard drive just died in a that's painful right. death. The question mark of doom as you turn on your computer. Um, Not fun. So, no, exactly. So um, yeah, when, when I got that, um, it was moving then to the world of digital. But I didn't, I didn't want to play CDJs. I didn't really like the. I don't like the feel. I love the feel of vinyl. Just that that kind of feel of something moving under my hand and that I can properly kind of cue. Uh, uh, yeah, control and cue in. I've always felt that way. So, I mean, I played like most DJs at the end of the day, I played vinyl from start, you know? Um, so it's that feel for me. I had to get that time coded vinyl um, and tractor was just the best option at the time. Uh, I've got a, so now, I mean, at the time I bought as well, a little controller, a little MIDI one. If I can I'll show you that here as well. It's a neat little thing. Just a little. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 little, yeah. The little uh, X1, I think it is, um, and that's just so I can be a bit more creative. To be honest with you, I, I, I really, you know, you, you can you can use it for loops, you can use it for cue points. Um, you know, I might often kind of add acapellas in there and and, and use those and cue, cue those up. So uh, for me, that was that was paramount that I was able to still do the creative things that I used to do when I had vinyl. So because I'd always drop in acapellas and. And little cuts of things so um yeah added that in and now um once all the other bits died on me <laughs> um the 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 control sorry the uh the mixer and the uh and the little interface um i've just got the mixer so um here yeah, i'll show you because it's actually quite a fun little awesome piece of kit so this oh, yeah. is my mixer now and uh it is a sound card and mixer in one, which is a. Uh, I mean, like NI Native Instruments, they they astound me really because they make some yes. really awesome. I mean, I use Contact in like everything. Yeah, exactly. For sampling, um, but their hardware is almost like second to none. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And the quality of the faders and the quality of the build is Absolutely. like incredible. You know, um, they really have spent a lot of time putting into that. And I think the DJ because. Yeah. The first time I really paid attention to what DJing was, was it your flat? Like I've never really sort of like seen that. Obviously, we've all seen the guy at the back, you know. We've seen yeah, 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 yeah. With his crazy mask on and we've done all that stuff. But that yeah. was the first time I really saw like you kind of bringing vinyls into the same time in terms of the BPM and then kind yeah. of mixing two tracks together that actually works, which kind of blew yeah. my mind. And, <laughs> and it's like it really is a, a, a I call it a dark art. You know, because it just is like it's just it's like I mean I've tried to do it, you know, being a little bit drunk probably as well, being like, How does this work, John? Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't help. Doesn't it doesn't help me and it's like you know <laughs> but like to actually be able to merge two tracks together, like bring in the like and on the fly as well, like you know, yeah, yeah. slowing up BPM so it's barely noticeable for the listener, yeah. the audience, and then all of a sudden you're like, Hang about, I know that track, he's just brought that how's that one? <laughs> you know, it really is like uh like it astounded me that really the talent that goes into that and you must have spent a long oh. time DJing, man. Yeah, yeah, I have. I mean, like I say, I'm now bloody out 37 and I started when I was 14, 15. So, yeah, bloody long time, you know, 20, 23 years at the end of the day. Amazing. That's um, it's 
Uh, I, even when I think about that, it makes me feel a bit ill. <laughs> Actually, I'm like bloody hell. I'm, a bit, I'm, getting, bit, I'm getting a bit of an old boy now. But no, I mean, um, hence the reason why the giant collection of vinyl, to be honest with you, at the end of the day. Having said that, I'll tell you what I did see uh, on, on Facebook. I saw Carl Cox's collection of vinyl and he's got over 150,000 records. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's literally like walking into a shop for vinyl in his home and you're just like that's badass it, it did make me wet my, my myself a little has bit has he actually. got it well <laughs> categorized is my question is it actually ca- like is it categorized in a that's a lot of vinyl dude like you imagine you're trying to find one uh, one release like I know. can he find it so he uh he's got it in years okay so which is actually quite a good idea i should have thought about that really uh, mine's kind of separated into genre so that I can easily find drum and bass or breakbeat or funk or hip hop or whatever. Um, but um, yeah, I can imagine God. I like it though, because he's doing his DJ live streams now. And he says he just goes to a year, picks out five records uh, and then puts them on the side and then goes to another year. So, you know. Just mix those two together by year. That's really cool. Like yeah, which is really, really, cool. really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, for, for me, over the years, man, geez, yeah, I've developed a lot. I've changed a lot as well. Absolutely. I think, I think um, my, my style has always been pretty quick. As you know, I don't, don't mess around with my mixing, man. Right. It's, um, I'll drop a track in, a cup, you know, in about five seconds if I need to. Um, but uh, I, I always like to play a little bit of everything, a little bit of uh, funk, a little bit of, you know, drum and bass is obviously my main thing, but uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Absolutely, no, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's, like, it's definitely cool, man. I've, and I've seen kind of like the, you know, the real like high line pumping the hell out of that thing, and then the kind of like, <laughs> the three AM. Let's play a little downbeat hip hop, or like let's play a little chill yeah, stuff. Yeah, Turn yeah. the dial down, <laughs> sit down and relax. So I've been on both edges of it, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I've I'm, got some, I've got some damn good vinyl here still. Oh, you yeah, know, I, I love to. I love to still play that. I've still I've got, I've got, you know, not just hip hop is allowed. I've got band music. You know, I think we uh, were you here when we were listening to Kate Tempest as well. Yep. I think on New Year's yep. Eve. That's right. Um, you know, so that, that on vinyl is just brilliant as well. So yeah, it's it's uh, for me at the end of the day, you know, music for DJing, there's music for DJing, so to speak, and there's music for listening to, you know, um, especially on vinyl. Bear with me one second, because my my Mac, and I still want to be able to see you, is about to go into uh, lockdown mode. So let me just plug it in. (laughs) Which is not good. Which is not good. No, exactly. I don't want that locking down as well. Uh, So bear with me a minute. No worries. Uh, I'm glad we you can, can still you can, you, yeah, we can still have a chat. We can, check out, we can check out the dreads while we're talking to you via, via the uh, AirPods, mate. <laughs> exactly. So, you know exactly the, that. Well, how long have you been growing those dreads? Oh Jesus, man! Uh, as long as I've been DJing, nearly no. Um, <laughs> uh, no, so I I was a teenager again. Nineteen was the last time I cut my hair. Wow. So Amazing. yeah, yeah, it's been a been a very long time. There we go. Yeah, we went better. back. You got you got charge. So yes. I suppose I didn't set that up very well. <laughs> one thing we um we spoke yesterday about was you you you're looking to do a podcast. Can you mm. tell us a little bit about the podcast? What are you thinking for the for the podcast? What's what's the kind of aim behind it there? Uh, well, I think the aim is to to be honest is to look back at where I kind of came from in terms of my music. Um, you know, we're, we're so focused often or not on, on now and what's going to happen. Um, and, and sometimes right now, especially when we're in a really difficult time, it's kind of nice to reflect back and really, really pick your brain for where you kind of came from, you know, what, 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 um, what, what shaped you now. Uh, and for me to really kind of delve deep into, okay, where did I really get my musical influences from? Where did I really get my musical taste from? Um, and also a little bit of reminiscing about, you know, like I just said to you, you know, using bloody car speakers for my, Absolutely, for my yeah. first ever setup. Um, you know, I really, it's funny cause I was thinking about, the music I listened to when I was in my mum's car or 
um, that you know, I, I, you know, to not go into it too much, I was fostered. So I've got my real mum uh, and my foster mum. Uh, you know, both you know, both of them are equally interested in music, and they had different tastes. You know, so from one side of it, I was getting Bruce Springsteen. Uh, the Beatles and from the other side of it I'm getting things like James Brown uh, but also things like The Smiths and The Cure and Amazing. Um, real, real like real talent pools right there you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly that um, and uh, you know I'm, I'm, I think I'm really lucky in that respect that I mean even even my dad as well my dad was in a band and my, my again my foster father was um, a classical pianist and he was an incredible pianist um, we had a grand piano when I grew up and he, you'd always just hear him playing at night after dinner, you know, and for me that like, that's what I want this podcast to be about. I want it to kind of say, well, you know, some people have so many little bits about where that music came from, where that real love for music came from. And for me, I had so many, you know, I had so many influences. I was lucky enough to have, even my, even, you know, my stepfather uh, was massive reggae. He used to go to, in fact, he's been to Bob Marley's house, stayed really? with Bob Marley's family um, before. Wow. But, yeah. So, you know, after, after he died, but had been to his house and his influences when I, when I was younger again was, was kind of um, that sort of side of it. So yeah, it's, it's like a, I want I want it to be you know I want to pull people in yourself talk about your where you came from with it and I, you know I know that during this sort of time people have a lot of time to reflect you know um, and, and kind of ground themselves again definitely and it's nice nice to know where you came from absolutely I think I think I think the thing with doing podcasts and the things that yeah. while these have while these have been almost like you know. Look, guys, these are all the amazing people that that, that Aurora knows and has kind of like mm. you know spoken to. But I think doing these sorts of chats and you could you know doing a podcast, it kind of teaches gratitude. I think Absolutely. it teaches you to kind of it gives you the opportunity to look at your life and 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 see what you have done and kind of like where you came from, you know. And I think that that sometimes like when you look backwards and join those dots, like in your past, mm. it does help you to kind of ground where you are now. And I think doing yeah. a podcast is an excellent way of doing that. And not only does it kind of do that for you, but I think it does it for everybody else like who listens to the podcast. They suddenly, A, remember bits of history that perhaps they've forgotten mm. or like, oh, yeah, I remember that. If you were doing a specific record or a specific, say, limited release you were talking about and when you bought it and the story behind it, you know, it, it would trigger yeah. someone else who perhaps has the same release or maybe someone who unfortunately had to sell that release. They had some money. Yeah, yeah. There's that as well you might find, Joel, that you, you kind of like... Oh, I'm yeah. so glad I kept hold of this because the rent was a bit tight that year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Like, um, yeah, you know, yeah, so exactly I, I, I think it's, I think it's ace, man. I'll definitely come on and have a chat to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I, this is the thing as well. At the end of the day, music has so much for everybody. You know, in this sort of time, it it brings together. It still brings people together. You know, we're looking at all these streams that people are doing now, and um, you know, again, I want to do something like that because it. You know, that's exactly what people need right now is that um, camaraderie, but without necessarily being together. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I saw, mean, I saw um, just to cut in there, just because it's, it's just reminding no, me no, no, to get no, it. No. But, you know, in Italy, no. where they've been on lockdown far longer than us and really been having some real yeah. problems in it. I mean, Italy has been really affected. Um, yeah. But like there's that chap who just sort of brought his keyboard out and he's playing My Heart Will Go On with <laughs> the Titanic theme. And I absolutely creased up because yeah. you suddenly hear this saxophone man, right? And the camera pans and there's this fella like with a hat on leaning off his balcony right? and he's joining <laughs> in playing a sax lead on the song. Oh, man. And I thought that was just amazing, man. I thought exactly. that was absolutely, it was, I thought it was stunning. I really did. Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw that and it is, it's so powerful, isn't it, man? I just, I love that. It, it it brings people together because it has no boundaries. That's right. You know, at the end of the day, there's no rules. There's no, no, to an extent, there's no rules, but there is, there is no rules with it. And, and you kind of feel like, um, it's universal. Absolutely. It doesn't matter where you're from, where, who you are. Um, you, you absolutely, absolutely. Feel, yeah, exactly that. And, you know, for me doing this, I think it's, you you kind of remember okay things like 
the first time I heard something, where I heard it, where I was, you know, or the first, I know the first time I went to, to a rave, uh, what, you know, my mind just went, you know, just yeah, absolutely. absolutely blown and uh, blown away. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I think that's what I really want it to be about. I really want to get people on who, who have similar stories and, and have a completely different taste in music as well from their upbringing. Sure. But now, funnily enough, we have common ground as well now. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really excited about it, to be honest with you. I've got to pull the bloody the kit together, as you know, waiting for Amazon. But I get it at the end of the day. You, you, you've got to prioritize the right things. And maybe <laughs> maybe a boom arm and a, and a shock for the mic isn't necessarily uh, an essential item, as no, uh, we're calling mate, it now. But there's one thing I thought, because I, I, I needed to buy um, um, my flatmate, Rick. He was, his old man had asked him to buy him some guitar strings. Yeah. And they're going to take a month to get to Rick's dad. Yeah, I'm well. Thinking, well, we were talking about music and how kind of healing it is and how important mm, it is. Mm. To me, guitar strings are an essential item for someone who <laughs> can't go out of their house. You know, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, what else the hell were they going to do? You know, um, yeah. but I think that leads yeah. us really nicely, I suppose. In, you know, we've, we've kind of, we've touched on a little bit of your past, which I know you'll, you'll, you'll um, embellish way more in the podcast. Um, mm. And I, I urge people when Joel gets that together, do go and check that out. Um, and we, we, you know, where, where we kind Thanks, of are now, which I suppose leads us naturally onto kind of like, what's what's Joel thinking in the future? What what are you kind mm. of like? Do you have? Obviously, I know you're an incredibly busy guy. You've started a new job. You just started a family. You know, you're focusing yeah. on your music as much as you can, which is amazing to hear. But do mm. you have almost like, a, have you got kind of like maybe goals for this year that you want to achieve, or or, or maybe into next year? Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, well, giving you the master <laughs> was definitely one. I wanted to finish that track because I've been working on it, as you know, for probably three years now, right. I think, which is pretty horrifying when you think about it. Um, but I, re I really want to put an EP together. Um, I, th I think my production's at a level now where I feel comfortable that what I'll put out is is pretty damn close to the standard and I'll only learn more as I keep doing it. Um, so yeah, I think, I think a four track EP could be, uh, that's what I'm aiming for. You know, this being one of the tracks, um, I've got a B side as well that I've been working on that I need to just, well, actually, I need to try and get it in from my, my laptop because my laptop's got uh, Logic 10 on it. Uh, and I've worked on it on that laptop rather than on the main computer. Uh, I want to try and get it across to Logic 9 and just bounce out the stem so that I can I can properly finish that and mix it and, and then hand it hopefully to you again to master for me. There we go. If you have time. If you have time. I think, you know, the, the, the biggest aim really would be to play my track uh, out at a gig. I mean, that just... You know, play your own music at a gig, um, get DJing again at some point. But uh, I wouldn't mind if it was one or two nights uh, for the rest of my life if I ever did that and just played out my own music um, to people and, and got a response. It'd be pretty fucking awesome, wouldn't it? So, Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be there, mate. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, there, I, I, definitely. Well, thanks, man. Thank you. But yeah, the I think, yeah, the podcast, um, that's obviously a new idea. Um, I'm going to do a live DJ stream as well, as long as my decks hold up <laughs> and don't die on me while I'm using it. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's really it, man. I, I really want to just make good music, make, make music that I hope people will enjoy. Um, and, uh, and just work really hard at the end of the day. You, you know, sometimes you, sometimes kind of things come from luck but a lot of it comes from working your balls off absolutely um to to kind of get to where you want to be and you know whether that be you know my, my work that I, I work hard at that and then i come home and i work hard at this you know or you know it's working working on your your relationships or working on uh, taking care of your family and things like that you know you've got to you've got to pull your finger out and, and do it so yeah, that, that's kind of the aims. Music is, 
I guess at the moment, sort of second to the family, um, absolutely. Um, but it'll always be at the forefront of my mind, and uh, and 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 I will always want to make music uh, and and play for play music for people and and myself mainly. I know it sounds crazy, but I just I just love dropping dirty, flipping uh, uh, double drop, drum and bass <laughs> beats basically, <laughs> and finding a new a new a new uh, a new mix that that I, de- that I didn't think I could probably do, and then suddenly it comes out, and you're like, you oh my lord, what did I just do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely. I mean, I think I think the music. I mean, seeing you kind of seeing you progress as well as a producer over the last few years has been amazing for me. You know, like. Like, every time I come around to Joel's, it'd be like, check out this mix, Mike. And I'm kind of opening up a few plugins and I'm looking at the spectrum and I'm kind of, I suppose I'm always looking at it from like a master perspective in a point. I'm always looking at it in terms of the, the overall sonics and, and that sort of thing. But I, th- I agree. I think you've really kind of like, it's not to say that you would, that, that when I first met you, that your tracks were bad, but it's just, you've you just through the processes that you've done. I think you've taken it from kind of, you've taken it to a release standard kind of thing where it is, you can drop it in there and the master sounding great you know, um, uh, my end i've been a little i've been so sort of uh distracted i suppose with uh with a doing these videos which has been amazing talking to so many kind of like amazing souls um and uh yeah. and obviously i'm doing a short film and i've i've, I've, I've put the skyquakers new tracks i released it yesterday it's coming out on the 12th the time's slowly yeah. freeing up you know and and i would hope you you'll you, we'll get that master to you kind of in the middle of the week and you can then sort of pick it apart and say whatever else yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, I, I think it's kind of um i think it's an exciting time really man i think everyone's yeah everyone's pulling together really well um and uh everyone's growing which yeah. which is what this is all about isn't it really precisely that man I, mean, I think you you know you you want to be a better version of yourself that's right every time uh, you know anytime you think about it you not and that's not to say you, you were bad before just more more mean that you want to develop and you want to to uh, learn the skills that you previously didn't have or that you want to learn from your mistakes, so to speak. So, yeah, I think um, with the music, certainly for me, it's been, I've been at pains, you know, Jesus has literally been blood, sweat and tears, I swear. I've probably hurt myself quite a few times doing things and I've probably cried quite a few times. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, uh, when, when things aren't going so well, but when they do and when you when you make something that, that you're really proud of or you, you play, um, you know, you play a few tracks and people go for connect. That's, that's a, that's a fat mix or, or just dance, man. Then it makes it all worth it really. Absolutely. It? Absolutely. Um, I agree. It's, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's special. I think that's the thing that like for me, music is like my blood, my, you know, ever since I was young, like I say, DJing, I've been sort of hearing it and dancing and things like that. Um, it, it really is kind of ingrained in me. So part of your yeah, DNA, absolutely part of my DNA. Exactly that. Exactly that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm 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 really excited about the future, man. We got like you say, you you know, you're so busy and it's it's really I'm really really happy to see that, man, because it's just I know you've worked so bloody hard to to get there as well. So um, yeah, it's really really good to see that everybody's that the you know wants to do something is trying to do something about it absolutely absolutely um, agreed absolutely agreed i mean yeah. i suppose um as as like a, I, i've been trying to kind of like a, you're looking at doing like a um um a uh, a live kind of a live kind of dj a live mix or yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where, where can people kind of like um i know you're not doing that right now but when you come to do that will it go <laughs> out on mix cloud will it go on beatpool will it go out through soundcloud where, where do you think maybe people could well, i suppose what i'm trying to say is where can people find you mate where can i where, where can i link you down you know what i mean um so i'll probably do the i'll probably be doing it on facebook or instagram i don't know yet which one um i'm trying to figure out instagram instagram really flipping flips me to do live things i have no idea how you do a longer video than the, the 10 second stories. How does that work? How do you so do that? I think it's like, is it IG, IGTV? You have to kind of go on that. And then that, like, oh. like, yes, it's called IGTV. It's like a separate part of Instagram that's tied into it. And I believe then you can do longer videos. The only thing I think oh. with that is, I think once you're off, the sh- once you're off, you're off. Don't think yeah, it saves yeah. it. Um, which isn't necessarily uh, a bad thing, but it, no. I could be wrong. It might be that it might be that you can kind of 
there is a way you can save it out because you might want to upload it to YouTube or whatever else. But yeah, I believe it's yeah. the IGTV part of Instagram. Okay. I sound really old when I say that. I don't know how to do that, don't I? I, 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 <laughs> I mate, I've had it. There was this house, there's this house party app that all the, all the youngsters are on. And, oh, uh, it's, it's almost like a video conferencing for like loads of people. And yeah, I, I yeah, kind yeah. of downloaded it, installed it, added my brother. And then um, yeah. it's quite, all of a sudden he's saying he's talking to me. I'm like, what? I didn't say press call, except I'm like, this is scary, mate. Do you know what I mean? And then, then he's added in his friend who I, or I kind of work with. I got her a job. I'm like, yeah. oh, hey, Alicia, like, how's it going? I'm, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm glad I'm not on the toilet or something here. Do you know what I mean? Like, like... <laughs> so, yeah, I felt old then, mate. I felt old. And then they were taking the piss out of me because I couldn't figure out how to end the, end the call. And oh like look God. at him trying to end the call. I'm like, oh Christ! I finally oh, hit that kind of like, you know, I find I'm, I'm, I'm reti- I'll be retiring soon, mate. Yeah, technology is unfortunately <laughs> too fast for us right now. Jesus, and I, I thought we were quite up to speed. So yeah, imagine how everybody else feels. Jesus, <laughs> but the, uh, no, no, no. I, I think yeah, I think um, I think Facebook or, or um, Insta. Uh, I'll be uh, the podcast. I think we're going to do through. Um, Droplet. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Droplet. Uh, and I'll probably be putting the music out through you. So Ooh, I think so. Anyway, absolutely. It's uh, um, so I've drum and bass on that. That excites me because it's yeah. AP's become a real. That's one thing that's happened as well. I think during this lockdown, is it's actually given me time to sit and think well what the hell is this this company and and really any company is all about the people in it isn't it like it could you know like a company can go from great to evil just based on who's actually running that company or who's in the company and i thought you know it really is becoming a collective um and uh it's bringing people together and i think Mm. by rebranding it as a multi-genre kind of collective music production it's helped me quite it causes problems because of course like if someone comes to the label to buy highline and then they're seeing like heavy metal they're like what or someone comes to buy a <laughs> film score and then they're seeing like punk and rock and drum and bass they're like what but at the same yeah. time i think if the message is clear and i think these you know people can really see the passion and the teams hmm. i think there's really something quite special there people can work together network you know and, and it, it's almost like you know your release goes out, Skyquake's release goes out, my release goes out. You know, mm. um, after I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to a chap called Les, who's a, is a great guitarist and, and he's in about five bands and God knows what else. He's got releases wow. else to put out. So awesome. it's like a real collective. So yeah, man, we'll, 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 we'll talk on that without, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you could do a little sub, uh, sub kind of record label, so to speak. So you got your kind of things going on and we could do, do, do better. Bell Inc. or uh... <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Bell, yeah, I love that. I love, well, because that's the thing. As it grows, it could be like that. It could. Be, I mean, it's there's no end to it. Really, it's almost like you know, yeah. there could be a drum and bass section of it that you could run. You know, there could be yeah, a rock yeah. section of it that Steve could run. There could be a an art a metal section that it runs. There could be. Do you know what I mean? There's no. There's no real. I'm quite kind of like. I'm very open in that respect. I don't. I don't really think it's. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's any limit there, and the same. I suppose the same you know, with you now doing a podcast, and with with me thinking doing these videos, and it's like you say. I think everyone's just try, just kind of like sitting there and thinking, am I, yeah, am, I yeah. am I really doing what's kind of been making me happy? I suppose. Like, what what is my actual core calling? I think a lot yeah. of people are going through that kind of existential thing right now. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. I think. Um, well, in times of crisis, you, you generally start to to kind of really contemplate a bit more and and what's essential and what's in really important to you. Um, you know, when uh, you know it happened, what when you you're talking, what when we had things like swine flu and stupid things like that, when it was really really bad. You know, people were getting ill left, right, and centre. Uh, people go through those sort of phases again. You know. People have children at this time, you know. There's plenty of. <laughs> it's just, it's just you no. Know, you kind of when you when you like. So what, what else do you do? Oh, let's have a child. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> um, it's definitely yeah, a good think, idea, by the way. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't complain, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. My 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 daughter is basically my world. Right? She's just incredible. Um, but uh, you know, talking talking strictly from a 
um, sort of humans perspective, so to speak, we're, um, we, we do when it, when it's really bad, we tend to, to, to really kind of think about, okay, what do I really, really want from life? Uh, what do I really care about? And, and at the end of the day, uh, it, it's actually, it's really good for you because you tend to get away, you, you kind of push away all the crap um, and really, really focus. Or at least I think, I think a lot of people do, you know, uh, I'd certainly say there are some people that find it difficult to do that. Um, but I think a lot of people do, they push away the, the shit and really work on the things that um, I like you said, make them happy one. Um, maybe they develop a new skill um, or, or they, they simply do the things that they were supposed to do five years ago. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I would hope that. I mean, I'd, I'd be interested to see, you know, how many people have learned to sort of strum a few chords or, or you know, do a painting. I think there's going to be a, 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 I think there's going to be a fair few divorces after uh, after this kind of lockdown, where people are sort of stuck in their house and all the all the sort of all the all the sort of stuff that's been swept under the carpet. Slowly, going to everyone's personal habits and sort of you know what I mean. It's like um, you know, um, but, but I, I, I think as well. I think it's I think it's going to force people who I've always been quite a big advocate. I mean, you've known me for a long time and you've seen me go through mm. some pretty. Well, we've both gone through highs and lows, right? And we've kind of both mm. discussed those things. And I think mm. I've always been an advocate for kind of, you know, learning to spend a little bit of time on your own, go for some walks, which people can do still, you know, and and and, yeah. and kind of figure yourself out. And I, I hope, I hope for the world is that people don't just like because there's only a certain amount of Netflix you can watch, man. There's only a certain amount of, <laughs> of like playing video games yeah. you can do. There's going to come yeah, a point exactly. where if we go into another month for this, which I think we will. It's going to come a point yeah. where I hope people kind of sit down and think about their life and try and try and come out of this really with a positive um, Precise, resolution. Yeah, yeah. You know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But one, a positive resolution. <laughs> Two, I think probably a, a better look on how we want to live as a society. I know that's a bit deep now. <laughs> We're fine. getting into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I know, but absolutely. But I actually think that, you know, this whole crazy panic buying shite. Um, I, uh, you know, you've seen, I've seen pictures of the waste that, that people have gone through. So, you know, quite clearly it, it was stupid. That's just rubbish. <laughs> um, so it's just rubbish. So I think, you know, and that's fair enough not to absolutely um, slam anyone that did it. I, I get the panic. I understand the, the, the reasoning, so to speak, but, Actually, most people, if they took a step back and probably realizing now as they're throwing out that 10 pound big old piece of meat that they, they bought, they yeah. need to do it. Okay. Um, and if and if everybody had just taken what they would normally have, their weekly shopping um, uh, and kept their distance, you know, let's not go into too much of what happened, the politics of it all, because, you know, quite clearly there have been things that we could have done a lot better as, as a country um, and, and actually as companies at the end of the day. Absolutely. I don't think it was that too, too difficult to put limits on things almost immediately rather than waiting and cashing in a bit on it. Um, so, you know, I think people will come out of this and think, well, actually, do I really need to? And, and they probably would have learned some things like, okay, things like lentils and grains and things that they never would cook with because that's all they had on the shelves at the time you know to make actually nice survive meal. yeah exactly to make a you know make a nice meal survive in a world where actually we might not have some of the things um in 20 years time you know we might not do we might not be able to have have those things uh, that, that we're used to having so um I, in some ways one the world's recovering you know, we've seen reports of the ozone layer bloody repairing itself. Uh, wildlife. Just, absolutely. I mean, the skies do seem clearer. The skies to seem better. Yeah. Animals are coming out more. Um, bloody. Uh, what else did I see? Um, the, the, the rivers in Venice. The, sorry, the canals in Venice. Clear water. Fish returning to them. You know, things like that. When you sort of see that, you think, well, yeah, we've been going at a million miles an hour for the last probably... 50 years, 60 maybe. years yeah, yeah, yeah. well yeah but yeah actually yeah i guess so yeah you're talking for, for us the western world industrial revolution yeah so I, i'd say i mean, i think I, i'd say 50 uh, only as i kind of think that is the more the technology advancement 
um, in those last sort of 50, 50 years, probably 40, 50 years, um, have really, really meant that we've, we've kind of been going at this crazy speed and people needed to chill. So be grateful. Like I, I say, I look, like gratitude. Yeah, mind, yeah, exactly. Be, be like, exactly you know, it's, it's like you've seen the campaigns from Apple recently where it's like, you know, they're, they're trying to get people to like buy a new MacBook. Like, no one's going to buy a MacBook now, <laughs> mate. You know, it's like, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're yeah. both sitting here doing this through Apple tech it's amazing yeah. it's, you know i'm, I'm not yeah. trying to slam apple but it's like no. i think the consumer i think what basically what you're trying to say is the consumerism element of it i mean man the only thing i couldn't get in the store was mayonnaise <laughs> and it's like boo-hoo dude you know what i mean yeah. like, oh, no. oh you couldn't get any mayonnaise like what are the, I, 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 how am i ever gonna how am i gonna push forward in the world <laughs> mate? you know two weeks without any mayonnaise you know it's like Lit- come on man relax Lit- <laughs> literally first world problems personified essentially isn't it yeah absolutely oh i, I couldn't get the mayonnaise you know the organic one yes yeah, so oh, of course so, of course uh, interestingly there was a vegan mayonnaise which no sod bought i bet actually... that bloody was <laughs> <laughs> fucking vegan mayonnaise they're like burn that shit and it's it. probably fucking good as well that's the absolutely thing. i mean maybe i should have bought it but i, I said that that yeah. Maybe that's a testament to my dedication to. I like my 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 free range Hellman's like, mayonnaise. I like mate. my freaking Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> I ain't taking that bloody vegan shit. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Well, Joel, brilliant. mate, it's, it's been it's been lovely, lovely, lovely speaking to you, mate. It really has, and seeing oh, your man, face because you we haven't seen each other with this lockdown for I a know, long time, I know, man. You're know, missing you the family, mate. Yeah, well, when uh, when all this shit's done, man, we have to uh, go for a. Uh, a pint and a chaser of some sorts. Absolutely. Uh, we'll see if we can find a shimmy. We might actually be Maybe. able to do our, our, our pint and uh, shimmy chaser. I think that that'll be the one. Um, but yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I think when it's all done, we'll crack open a few, uh, hopefully release some more music. Absolutely. Um, uh, and have a bit of a party, I reckon. Lovely, lovely, uh, lovely, mate. Wicked. Mate, I'm, thank I'm you very much. Man, it's you been, too, mate. It's been superb. Absolutely, mate. Big love to the family, mate, yeah? And you, mate. Say, say hello to everyone that you, you see from me, all right? I will do. And I'll link Joel, I'll link you below, man. Anything I can find, just if there's any specific links you want me to put, I'll put them down there, all right, mate? <laughs> nice one. Well, I have got my mixed cloud um, with some old mixes on it, so if anybody ever wants to listen to those. Uh, I have got SoundCloud, although I probably wouldn't go there because SoundCloud is shit house, isn't it, now? Let's be honest. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've got my Highline Facebook page, which I'm pretty bad on, to be honest. So I could uh, maybe do with some pointers from you on that. Uh, but yeah, just um, yeah, look, peace, love, uh, and, and take care of people, everybody. Um, you know, flipping. I know that sounds a bit preachy, but at the end of the day, you know, if you see if you see someone that 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 uh, you know that needs help, keep your distance but try and help them as best you can because uh, the only way we're going to get through this is with, with love, uh, care, and uh, obviously some music. Without question, without question. Preach <laughs> it, man. Preach it, mate. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Dude, thank you very mate, much, Take man. care of yourself. See you Big later. love, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. This show has been brought to you by Droplet. If you want to find the show notes for this episode or links to things referenced in the show, you can find them at droplet.fm slash auroracast5. You should also be able to see them in your podcast player. I've been Mike. You can find me on Twitter as at MWBellMusic. And we've been joined by the lovely Joel Mini. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. It is very much appreciated. And you guys can check him out at mixcloud.com slash joelmini. As always, you can support this podcast at patreon.com slash MWBellMusic. Thanks very much, guys, and we'll see you in the next episode. Shh. Droplet.